What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining the From Anxious Table podcast. It's your host, Michaela Z. And like always, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful to you for listening to this podcast, for finding these episodes, for, um, you know, making it possible for this for this podcast to continue. So thank you for being here. Thanks for keeping a lookout for new episodes. Um, today, I wanted to chat with you about some of my takeaways after going to um, Young Living Convention, which is the company that I'm a brand partner with. And I just had so many beautiful moments that I really wanted to share, but there was two major, major takeaways that I really wanted to focus in on in this podcast episode. Hello. needs a boob. Okay, can I just get like five more minutes? Hey, babe. Okay, okay, I'm coming. And you're listening to From Anxious to Able. First, I have to give a shout out to Lindsay Teague Marino. Actually, I don't know if it's Lindsay Teague Marino or Lindsay Marino Teague. (laughs) I always say it wrong, I feel like. Um, But she is someone who had hit Royal Crown Diamond and Young Living like very very quickly. She's actually like in the family tree of things within network marketing. She's actually one of my upline members, but she kind of retired from doing, um, social selling. She kind of just collects her check now, which is always kind of what she wanted to do. And she does get some, some, some backlash for that. You know, people have issues with the fact that she built and then kind of went away, but she didn't build and just go away. I mean, there are leaders, like she built leaders and all of the leaders that she built her business with are here. They're showing up, they're building leaders themselves. And that's just kind of the beauty of this business is like leaders building leaders. And so that really at any point in time, if you did want to walk away, you could, um, I don't know if I'd ever walk away from, you know, the moon babes. That's something that I, that that doesn't seem like me and doesn't seem in alignment with where I'm at in my life now, but I still respect her choice to do that. Anyway, when I first, um, and I think it's badass that she was able to do that and able to like then take the income that she created from social selling to create other businesses with. Um, she, she does like, she has multiple businesses. She has multiple books. One of her, one of my favorite books that she has is called boss up. Um, and I've listened to it on audio for like, I probably three, four times. Anytime I'm on a road trip, I like, just kind of like let it play. There's something about her that just really speaks to me. Um, and I, you know, I know it, she won't speak to everyone. I know, um, you kind of, kind of have to like find that person. I know for a lot of people, Kristen Boss, um, who also spoke at Young Living, who I also had lots of takeaways from is like that person for many people right now. But something about Lindsay has just always spoken to me from the beginning. And she's actually like the reason that I went full force into this business. I saw her speak. I had no idea who she was. I had no idea who anybody was. Um, and I, and within young living and, um, or within social selling or with any, you know, like I didn't know who like the big top guns were. I didn't know like who, um, Hold on, I'm just going to turn my gain down on my on my on my thing a little bit. It looks like I'm really loud. So, um anyway, yeah, I didn't know who the big leaders were. And um I went to this thing called Diamond Bound, which like another Royal Crown Diamond like puts on for young living members, but it is not young living. Uh it's like young living doesn't have anything to do with putting it on. Taking a sip of my coffee really quick. <laughs> and um got like the little you know, like the little balls of ice are the best. 
Anyway, no one wants to hear me chew eyes. So we went to this thing called Time Bound pretty soon after I started with Young Living. And, um, you know, we were just listening to all the different speakers and they were good. I like, honestly, I don't remember any of them except for Lindsay. And I remember when she was speaking, I was laughing. I was crying. I was thinking, I was like inspired, motivated. Like I just felt really seen and really heard. And she just was such an incredible speaker. And so it wasn't even so much what she said that stuck with me. It was how she said it. It was her presence. It was like, the way that she was on the stage and every ounce in my being in that moment just went, I want to do that. Like that was the moment for me. Like that was the first time I had ever really felt like that. I had little nudges of that. Like I want to be on stage. Um, but that really came through like my, you know, like, like doing theater growing up and music and things like that. But it, it was like what she was doing, like and that was like the first time in my life that was like all the pieces connected. It was like, you know, when I went to Broadway, it was so, it's so random. But it was like when I went to Broadway shows as a kid, it was like I was always really, um, you know, just enthralled. I don't know if that's the right word, just amazed by what they could do. And like, you know, there, there's like a part of you like that was like, oh, I wish I could do that or whatever. Like there was like a, you know, like something that was like, oh, I want to be up there. But it was never like I wanted to be that. Like I didn't I didn't want to be like a. You know, it was like I never knew exactly what it was that I wanted to do to touch people in that way. Um, you know, it wasn't about being like the center of attention so much. It wasn't about like being on stage in the middle of everybody. It was like the way that music, that, 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 that theater production was touching you or the way like in your heart, you know, or the way someone spoke that just like settled in you. That is how I felt. And that is like, I wanted to create that. Like I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to contribute to the world in that way. And I know that there's a very, you have to have like a very specific personality in order to be able to do that. And something that it just like clicked for me of like, I really do feel like I could do that one day. And, um, so it was like, it, it wasn't even so much like, it's not like our, like, our belief systems aren't really totally in alignment. You know, like there's a lot of things like uh, her lifestyle is very different than mine. Like personality wise, we're different, but like it's, it's like the way she spoke the story, our stories are very different, but it's the way she told her story that just really settled some like settled in me. And it like really lit a fire in me and it really opened up possibility for me. It was kind of like the catalyst to me really being successful in young living and the catalyst for me creating my um, course, Your Secret Sauce Academy. So um, I just like shout out to her. She doesn't really like, she barely knows who I am, you know, but um, she is someone that I like really do just kind of like hold in my pocket, you know, like of like, she was a big part of, of why I am where I'm at. Um, and so anyway, when we were at convention, I had no idea she was going to be there. So, cause I, I, you know, in my mind, it was like, she's kind of retired from Young Living. And um, so I, I guess she had just like helped open this company called Alchemy and um, she was there kind of like helping launch this company and she there was so young she wasn't speaking for Young Living she wasn't on like the you know like the main stage the general like for the general sessions or anything but I had like passed by this little poster that had said Lindsay Marine like Lindsay Marino Teague or Lindsay Teague Marino I don't know I always get it wrong um that she was going to be there, like speaking, you know, in this, at this little stage next to where they had launched the, the company. And, um, so I was like, I'm for sure going to be there. <laughs> and it's so funny because like 
my friends were like not like I had a couple people who like came with me and they ended up kind of like going and doing their own thing halfway through like it you know what I'm saying like you have to just kind of find that person that speaks to you and it's not going to speak to everyone but there's that it is wild how that happens and I know for a lot of people that's Kristen Boss you know and and um I don't know if I I had to like completely restart my podcast episode because of like the sound being crazy so I don't know if I've talked about this already in this episode or if it was my last episode I'll probably repeat myself a couple times here but um yeah, like for, I think for a lot of people, that that's Kristen Boss right now, who's a big, big person in network marketing. Um, I tend to, like, I just tend to lean towards Lindsay. I, I love Kristen Boss, and I got a lot from her talk. I'm actually going to talk about what I got from her as well. Love her. Um, but it's, you just, it's like you have to find that person that really speaks to you, you know, and like really like just like hits every every part. It's like if, I, if Lindsay ever does any kind of coaching session, I'm there, you know. Um, and I'm not really that kind of person. I actually tend to like not listen to anyone ever <laughs> and kind of like, um, cause I just been around a lot of, I've been around a lot of people, um, you know, of, of different levels of success within different industries. And, um, and I've also experienced or seen a lot of like, um, like worshiping of people that I didn't feel like it just felt weird and odd. And like, you know, I, I don't know. Like I just, I just am not that kind of person to kind of like bow down at what people are saying and take it as overall truth. And, you know, but this has been a really good experience and lesson for me and of like being curious, like coming back to curiosity. So instead of it coming, like, you know, having my heart just gaping open where everything everybody says I'm, I'm embodying as truth and receiving it as my own truth. And now I'm confused because I'm listening to everything that everybody's saying and I'm taking it in as truth, you know, um, which I have seen happen. And I've also experienced slightly in my life. And then I kind of went the opposite way where I just like completely closed off and I didn't receive anything as truth. And I didn't know what my truth was. And I didn't really believe anything. Um, and so now I'm kind of finding the balance of that, of like, just kind of coming into things with curiosity and like, allowing for things to seep in slowly. So I'm still open to what people are saying, but I'm letting it integrate into my body. I'm letting it integrate into my belief system and find its place there and find its value there rather than trying to just like let go of my belief in order to fully embody theirs just because I see them being successful or I see them doing something that I want to do. I'm not going to, you know, that's not the answer to try to become that. Um, The answer, I mean, for me is like, to approach that, to look at that, to receive that from a space of curiosity of how might this fit into who I am, to my story, to my belief systems, to my values. And so there's something about Lindsay, the way that she speaks, the way that she presents herself that just really speaks to me. And, um, and I, like our belief systems are not totally in a, like, we're not the same person. We have very different stories, very different belief systems, very different, you know, just in general, but it's the way that she speaks. And it's like that, that confidence. I think I said this earlier. So it's just like, it, it just has, you know, it's kind of always spoken to me and I was super, super excited to that she was going to be there. And I loved that it was like a really intimate setting because the last time I saw her spoke, it was like a really big setting, 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 <laughs> um, lots of people like, you know, I've probably thousands of people. I'm not really sure, but this time it was just like, you know, maybe like 50 people, 70, like not even very many people knew that she was speaking. And then it was kind of funny. Cause like at the, like towards the end of her speaking, it was like, everybody was kind of sitting down cause there wasn't enough seats. So it was like, everybody was just kind of sitting around the stage. Um, but it was, she, 
you know, I, I think it, the reason that I appreciate her so much is because she comes from such a state of confidence about being messy and letting that be okay. And I think I really needed to hear that from someone outside of myself at the time that I was really starting to build my business because everything that I was looking at and seeing was like just so perfect. And like, I mean, that's my whole message. That's what I've built my course upon is like your mess is your magic. Your, you know, you, you can be messy. You can be chaotic. You don't need to have all of these uh, all of this knowledge, you know, you don't need a degree. You don't need all of these things in order to like find your success and to be able to like, as long as you're willing to make mistakes, as long as you're willing to learn from it, as long as you have that like commitment to get to where you want to go and that like determination and that like, you know, unwillingness to stop, unwillingness to give up. Like you, you, you see that vision. As long as you have that, I feel like you really can, you really can be successful and you don't need, it doesn't need to look any specific way. This goes back to what I was saying about like not trying to embody what somebody else is doing or trying to like leave who you are and your belief behind in order to, um, you know, step into somebody else's belief or somebody else's uh, life or experiences or way of doing things just because you, you see that it's successful. You can be successful. Success can happen many ways. Opportunity is everywhere. Um, I think, I don't know if Annie said this on the podcast when I interviewed her or if it was off the podcast, but she said money is everywhere. And she just said it the way, like with such confidence that has stuck with me, you guys. She was just like, money is everywhere. I'm like, yeah, money is everywhere. It literally is. Like when I, that's the truth. Like when I was like really thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, money is being exchanged billions of times, like per second, per minute, like money is everywhere. And there are many successful people who have found success in so many different ways. There are so many different opportunities to be successful. And so one of the greatest takeaways, you guys, that I got from this conversation, um, was when I asked her, so, and it's so funny because I am a, I'm a, I'm a network marketing coach and I can find myself in these spaces where it's unconscious. I'm unconscious of that. The fact that I'm not seeking out mentorships or coaching because first I don't want the coaching to like, I don't, I don't want to get into a space where now I'm like, um, quoting people that I, and I'm not even realizing I'm quoting them, you know, like I'm, I, uh, like when someone's like saying a lot of the same stuff that I say, I tend to kind of like stop, not really listen to them because I don't want them to like you know, I don't want them to like fully integrate, you know, like I don't, I don't want to like, um, unknowingly like integrate in what I'm learning from them without giving them credit or like whatever. So it's just like, or if it's just like too similar, you know, if you're a writer, if you get this, it's like, you can't follow someone who writes about the same shit as you because it gets put in your brain. Um, I don't know why that I was even saying this, but anyway, um, so, but during Lindsay's talk, I like, she like opened up for questions and I like, it's so crazy because like, I know the answers to my questions. Um, I'm a pretty, I like, I hate saying that I'm like a self-aware person, like, cause that sounds so dumb and egotistical, but like, I have the awareness to be able to be like, here's the answer to my question. Right. But then there's so many other voices that I have that kind of, I don't know, like they kind of take away from that answer. They take away from that knowing and so there are just times when you need to hear what you already know outside of your own head so that you can like, so that it can feel a little bit more real. And, um, and so I just kind of asked her, I, I was like, how, like, 
basically like I built my business serving the person in survival, like, because I was that person in survival. And, um, I feel like I keep putting myself back into that place because I'm afraid that I'm going to lose relate relatability. And because that is what's worked for me in the past, I like keep getting stuck and that's what I need to be now. Like I need to be that person who serves in certain that state of like who's survey servicing people in survival. And also like that person who's moving out of survival and kind of like taking people with me because that's how I built my business. Um, and so I feel like unconsciously I keep putting myself back into that place because I'm afraid I'm going to lose relatability and I keep trying to be that person that was successful at that thing. And I needed to hear that I could change. Like she just said, it's okay to change. And I literally started crying. I just started sobbing. Like it was so ridiculous, but I like, I needed to hear that it's okay to change because I realized that I didn't, I haven't given myself permission to really ask who I am and who I'm meant to serve in so long, because I keep just telling myself that I'm meant to serve this type of person because that's what I've, that's what I've done for the last three years. That's what's been working for me. Um, and it might even be that I'm still meant to serve that type of person, but that I don't need to be this person that was successful before I can be a new type of person. Like it it was like all of these different things. And this is why guys, this is why you have to have mentors. This is why you have to open up your heart and your mind and your, you know, space to hear other people outside of yourself because it all integrates in because it was like this little thing that Annie said of like money is everywhere. And then, um, you know, uh, Lindsay telling me, Hey, it's okay for you to change. It's okay for you to decide that you want to speak from a different place or speak to different people, or, you know, you want to operate from a different manner. You don't need to be the same person that you were back when you were like, you know, catching that wave of success in your business, just because it was working for you then doesn't mean it's going to work for you now and doesn't mean it needs to work for you now. And so it was like kind of like this merging of the both of like, yeah, money is everywhere. Success is like everywhere. There are so many opportunities. There's so many um, open doors to success. Just because I was successful in this story of I'm, hey, guys, I'm in survival and I'm moving out of survival and like I'm taking people with me. Um, just because I was successful in that does not mean that I need to be that forever. And it doesn't mean that's the only way I can be successful. That is such an important thing for me to hear. And it might be a really important thing for you to hear as well. It's okay to change. There is just as much opportunity for you to be successful as this new person with this new story, with this new type of person you're serving as there was back when you were serving a different type of person and you were a different type of person. So if you were if you keep trying to get back to this place of success, like maybe you experience a really big wave or a lot of success in your business and you're trying to get back there now because that's all you know, give yourself permission to change. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I can be successful as this person, as this new person that I am today. I can be successful as this person. I don't need to be this girl I was three years ago to be successful. It's the same as looking at somebody else completely. That's not even you, right? It's the same as me being looking at Lindsay or looking at, you know, you know different people that I see that are successful and, and me trying to like totally and fully integrate everything they are, their belief systems, their values, their, their life experiences into who I am and trying to like take that on as myself. That's not genuine. That's not going to work for me. And so, and then I'm going to be like, well, maybe this business isn't for me, or maybe I just can't be successful at this. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not enough because I'm trying to replicate something that worked for them. And it's not working for me because it's not meant to work for me because I'm not that person. 
right? And so coming, it's like, it's super, super important to open your heart and mind to like mentorships and to like allowing other people to kind of like feed into you in different ways. Um, but it's also really important to kind of let that seep in slowly and not take everything on as truth and not take everything on as like the ultimate, the only way, the blah, 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 and really integrate it in and be curious about how it might be integrated into your life, how you might be able to embody this in a way that is genuine to your beliefs and your values and, and is in alignment with your experiences and your vision of where you want to go within your business. This is your business. You're the CEO of it. You can change and you can be successful at every stage of your life. And you can be successful at every different, you know, new person that you become. You know, Lindsay was saying you become a new person every seven years. There's like, you're on this like um, which you guys know if you, I mean, or if you don't know your cells in your body, every cell in your body is completely renewed after seven years. So in seven years, you will not, not a single cell in your body will be the same. Like you won't have the same single, not a single cell in your body will be from over the, over seven years ago, if that makes sense. So over a seven year period of time, your cells completely regenerate. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of people have noticed that just in, in general, people have these kind of like seven-year cycles where they do really become a completely different person every seven years. And I have totally seen that within my parents. Like my mom, I mean, I can go back and like I was like really noticing like, oh, yeah, there was like a seven-year period. She was this way and seven-year period she was that way. And like she was very many different people in my life. And so I've just – it was like that totally made sense to me. And even in relationships, a lot of people will experience – kind of like in marriage, like every seven years, they kind of go through this like new trial or tribulation, this new stage of their marriage that they have to kind of like get to know each other again. So it's interesting as you look back in your life and kind of see if that relates at all. But um, anyway, I was just kind of crying and like, like it was just like, why, why did I need to hear this outside of myself? I don't know, but I really did. And I'm really grateful that I was able to just ask the question because I think a lot of times my ego gets in the way and it's kind of like, you don't need that. Like you are like, you know what I mean? Like you're at this stage of your business or you're, you're this kind of leader, blah, blah, blah. And, and, um, no, every mentor needs a mentor. Every teacher needs a teacher. And like, don't forget that because it is so easy to get wrapped up into your own ego and your own head. And, um, that is only a downward, spi downward spiral. So, um, I want to talk about another really big takeaway that I got from Lindsay was she's talking about this like a whoop method. So it's W O O P. If you don't have a journal and pen on you right now, like get one and listen back to this. Um, but it's called whoop. So the W is what you wish for. What would you like to happen in your business, in your life? Like, what are your wishes? Like, I would really like to pay off debt. I would really like to get into our forever home and like know that we're going to be able to afford that forever home. There's never going to be a point in our lives when we're not able to make that payment, whatever it is, right? That's a wish that I have. Um, what is the outcome? What, like, what, what is, what is it? What does it look like when that, when that gets accomplished, when you're at where you want to be? Another wish that I have is like being able to speak in public. Like I said, when I saw Lindsay speak for the first time, I was like, that was, it all aligned for me. I was like, that is what I want to do. Um, and so for a huge wish of that. And so then what's the outcome look like? What does it look like on the other side of you accomplishing these goals, right? For me, accomplishing, being able to like stand on stage is like being able to touch people in a way I couldn't before, being able to like open people's hearts and open doors for peop people of possibility that they didn't see before, to be able to reveal blind spots to people that they couldn't see, limited beliefs in their, in their way that they couldn't see and help them break through that. That is a huge, amazing outcome of like what I want to accomplish. Um, 
you know, another outcome of like us being able to like be in our forever home is like just like providing that sense of security that to my family and like something I feel like I didn't really have a lot of in my life, something that I, that my family can like that my kids know will be there, that they can come back to, that they can trust, um, that they have a home, you know? Okay. What is the obstacle? So wish outcome. So like what, you know, what does that look like? If all your dreams come true on the outcome, what does that look like? The obstacle. Okay, guys, this is so important. Okay. So important. If you get anything from this episode, get this from this episode. What is the obstacle? What is the thing you know is going to get in your way? Because you know what it is. Okay. Whether it be time, family, mom guilt, um, organization, money mindset, survival, emotions, mental health, what do you know will sneak up and bite you in the ass whenever you are starting to feel successful, starting to get to that point of success? What is that thing? Because here's the thing. I ran from my obstacle instead of facing my obstacle. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Okay. So in my mind, all I needed to do was make more money. If I made more money, I didn't need to worry about money management. And that is just not the reality. If I don't know how to manage my money, I will always be in a state of constant hustle. I will always be in a state of needing to make more money because I don't know where my money is going. And I'm not, you know, like I'm, I'm just always putting myself in that space. If I have it, I'm spending it. That's just always been the way that I operate. And so in my mind, when I'm hitting those levels of success, there's like this sneaky voice in my mind of like, oh, just wait, you're going to lose it. Like, right. And I have this limited belief of like what you have, you lose, or like the more you have, the more you have to lose. And so that obstacle for me is like that money mindset, that, that money management. So it's a lot around money, a belief around, um, survival. I know that, sorry, I just pounded the table. I know that that's my obstacle. And I, Instead of facing it, truly facing it, I have been running from it. Like, oh, if I just reach this level of success, if I just get to this rank, if I just get this sort, this amount of income, if I just, you know, get this or that, that eventually that this obstacle will just disintegrate and this obstacle will no longer be an issue. Guys, it does not work that way. It absolutely does not work that way. It will catch up with you. It will find you. And so like just looking at your obstacle rather like, and right now, before you hit that level of success, before you're like having to deal with it in a crisis, like deal with it right now. What is it? And then the next one, wish. So W O O. So wish outcome obstacle. And then the last one is plan. What's your obstacle and how can you plan for it? Okay. So this is so important. So for me, my obstacle is always worrying about not having enough money and always feeling like that downfall is coming for me. That money management aspect, um, that is a huge, huge obstacle for me. Not knowing where my money's going, not being able to count on having enough, not feeling like I ever have enough. Um, so a plan for me right now is to be able to get my income to a place where no matter the fluctuation, there's always a core amount that I can count on, right? Because as an entrepreneur, that's kind of hard to create. That's the beauty of social selling is you can create that residual income. But even within residual income, even within network marketing, there's going to be highs and lows, right? You're going to have higher men's in lower months. And so for me, it's about getting to a place within my social selling business where no matter the highs or lows, no matter the ups and downs, there is a, there is a, a baseline. There is a, there is an amount that I can count on. I absolutely 100% can count on. And we are operating from a place of being able to live with the money we can count on. So that is my plan. My plan is to have, you know, 
um, to, to be able to put that in place. We're like, hey, here's the money we absolutely can count on. We're gonna live off of that. We're gonna be paying our bills off of that. We're gonna be buying our groceries off of that. We're going to be like paying our debt off with that. And then everything else that it comes in that is not within this, this boundary, right? This line of like residual income we can count on. Anything else that's not within that can go towards, and then we'll have different options of like, hey, it can go towards saving, um, for a new home or blah, 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 right? Saving for our children. It can kind of get split up in those ways. So I'm working on putting a system like that in place and figuring out how can I get to that baseline income and ensure that we can live off of that baseline income and then everything else is like bonus, right? We can start creating like um, just in case type funds, you know, in case we need like you know, I like to have, I, I, I know a lot of people recommend having kind of like a savings of like three to six months of your income in case, you know, anything happens that you can kind of get back on your feet and you have that income. Um, but yeah, so that's a plan that I can put in place now that, so I'm like literally just seeing, I'm really just noticing that I did this. Like I'm just noticing that I ran from my obstacle. Like I ran from that money management piece and that I like kind of put this like big burden on myself of like it needed to look a certain way like I needed to be managing like every little dollar and knowing exactly where it's going and blah 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 when in reality I just need to put something in place that really works for me a plan that's not going to stress me out a plan that's not going to take all of my energy because that's not what I want to be doing and like for me kind of putting something like this in place where it's like okay this is our base income this is what we live off of of this is what we live off of and then like any extra income this is where it's going like percentage wise right so that's the kind of thing I'm trying to implement. That's a plan that I'm trying to put in place or that I'm putting in place to approach the obstacle that I know will come for me, right? Because an obstacle, usually your obstacle is something that is very highly integrated into your life. It's like programmed in from when you were a child. It's not something you're just going to get rid of or hide from or run from in a snap of a finger. Um, and so that was a really, really great little exercise. What is your wish? What's your outcome? What's the obstacle? And how can you plan for that obstacle rather than trying to hide from it, run from it, wait for it to disintegrate, try to get to a level of success where that's no longer an issue. It will not happen. It will always be there until you actually fully look it in the face and address it. Um, so if you are getting, just getting started in your business, like figure out what that is, figure out what that thing is in the back of your mind. When you start having good days and you start reaching that level of success, what's that thing that you're always kind of worried about that's going to come? And how can you plan for that now so that you can allow for that level of success to happen? Um, okay, so what else? What are my other takeaways? Um, another big takeaway I got, so that was, that was like my big takeaway from Lindsay. Um, you can change. It's okay to change and prepare for I mean, I've always say that prepared for bad days, but it was like the way she said it was like, oh my God, I have not prepared. Like I prepare for bad days and like, you know, when my mental health isn't in check, like I have a list of things that I could still do to kind of move the needle forward. But this is a very different kind of prepare. It's like prepare for that, that big obstacle, that thing that you know instead of hiding from it or like kind of like rolling up, like I just imagine myself like a child, like I'm hitting levels of success, but in, inside of me, there's like this little thing, like rolled up in a ball, just like waiting for the, the thing to crash. Right. Um, so another big takeaway I got was during Kristen boss she was speaking as well, um, at a different time. And, um, she was talking about the infinite commitment and this is also something I teach. This is something I hear often. This is something that you will find in um, social selling in my YSSA course. 
your secret sauce academy. Um, but it was just kind of the way she said it. She said, like, we kind of spend so much time. We spend so much of our time trying to seek motivation. So it's like, oh, we're going to meditate or we're going to, like, journal or we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we're going to, like, try to find motivation and fill our cup with motivation. And then we'll do the work to move ourselves forward. And we're kind of, like, seeking for that emotion. And so instead of seeking for that motivation, it's like taking just – like it's like building a relationship with the emotion of commitment. Like that's really the only emotion we should be living or building our business from is commitment. Because if we rely on our emotions and we also, Oh, another thing that was really great that she said, I have no notes here, guys. I'm just like totally remembering things as we talk. But, um, she said, your business cannot hand you your worth. Your business cannot tell you you are worthy. Your business is not a living thing. It cannot tell you you are worthy and deserving of, you know, your income. It cannot tell you you are a good leader. It cannot tell you that you have it all figured out and you cannot rely on your business to tell you those things. You cannot rely on your emotions to tell you those things. Like you have to decide that this is what you want and you have to decide that you're worthy of it and you cannot let your business kind of dictate your emotions because if you do then it's like one day and I've totally experienced this within my business it's like one day I feel like an amazing leader I'm like yeah I finally figured it out my business is growing I'm like enrolling like crazy I'm having like you know so many people come to my calls I'm like finally I figured it out I'm a great leader I'm like you know you know, I'm doing so well. And then it's like, whoa, then I hit a big hit. And not as many people come are coming to my calls and I'm losing, you know, I lose a portion of my income or I lose my rank or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm feeling shame and I'm feeling embarrassment and I'm feeling like I'm not worthy and I'm feeling like a fraud. And I'm feeling like, um, you know, I need to stop. I need to stop teaching. I need to stop coaching. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a good enough leader. I suck, blah, blah, blah. And I'm completely and totally entranced and entrapped by my business and letting that dictate dictate my emotions and how awful is that for my family to do that to dictate my level of worth by how well my business is doing your business cannot tell you you are worthy your business cannot tell you you are worthy okay only you can do that only you can decide so you have to find your worth outside of your business you have to find what truly lights your soul on fire outside of like the actual numbers in your business. So it can be something that you do within your business. Like you, you know, you really love holding space for women. You really love watching people rise, blah, blah, blah. But like that, the why needs to be, the why needs to be disconnected from the numbers and from that, right? From the graphs and from the bank accounts and from, from that. So you really need to take the time to figure out who are you? What do you love? What do you value? What is important to you? outside of that because if not your emotions are just going to be up and down and up and down and up and down and so that's when we're like looking for motivation we're looking for inspiration we're spending all of our time and energy looking for something that's going to push us to do work rather than creating this relationship with the feeling of commitment, infinite commitment, that no matter what, no matter on the good days or the bad days, no matter if you're not feeling well, no matter if you're feeling mom guilt, no matter if you're not feeling successful or worthy, you're feeling like a shitty leader, no matter what, 
you are infinitely committed to the vision. You are so committed to where you're going in your business and what you desire. There is no like, oh, I'm just going to try this and see what happens. I'm going to try this business and see if it works. I'm committed until this happens. You know, I'm committed until um, I lose this leader or I'm in it until, you know, my income, you know, whatever it is. It's like we, we are committed, but then there's always this like unless or until or but. It's like, you know, she kind of referred to like a marriage of like you don't commit in a marriage. You don't, it's not like I'm committed to you unless you stop making me sandwiches, you know, <laughs> like that's just not how it works. Like I never feel like when I'm in an argument with my partner, um, there's never a moment where I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm so angry or upset where I'm like, I, this isn't going to work for us. We're not going to make it, you know, we're not going to, we can't go on together. It's always us trying to figure out how can we make it work? How can we get to know each other again in this way? Like, what can we do, um, to move us forward so that we're not recreating the scenario over and over again? So like in our, in our marriage, in our partnership, even before we were married, we literally just got married, but we've been partners in life for a long time. And um, you know, it, it's that infinite commitment to where we are going in life and really being able to do the work to, you know, be the people that we want to be for each other and for our family. Um, but that's the same within your business is like, you have to come into your business with that space of infinite commitment and, and not letting the little things dictate your worth and not letting the little things decide whether or not you should keep going. Um, and so that's something that I've really, really, felt within my network marketing business, even in the hardest of times when my paycheck has been cut in half, like hardest of times when leaders have left, like when things have gone wrong, I've never really felt like, mm, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I have always really just truly loved my team. I've really truly loved the product. I love the company and I'm really, and I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm a heart in it. I'm more in it than just the paycheck. And so like just hearing that was really good. The way that she, she, she said that, because even though I am very much in it, I definitely do, um, attach my emotions and my, you know, and my self-worth onto my business because it's such a big part of who I am. And, um, and I'm, so I'm really, truly learning to separate that, like that I'm not my business, that I am a very different person. I enjoy things outside of my business and I am someone outside of my business. Um, and, you know, no matter how successful my business is, I'm still me, right? I think that's also a really important thing is that I, you see so many people just completely change when their business takes off or when their Instagram or Facebook or Twitter takes off, you know, all of a sudden they're an influencer, their videos go viral, like blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden they're a completely different person because they've attached their worth onto these numbers. And so like what happens when their videos stop going viral? What happens when they're no longer being praised for like the silly thing that they do or you know, now they're kind of entrapped in that. Now they have to keep doing that every single day because that's what made them viral. That's what made them feel worthy was like this video that they did, you know, like, oh, they had this one video of them dancing that went viral. Now they have to do that every single day, right? They have to do that every single day because that's like, 
in their mind they have attached to that value and that's what's working and so then I feel the, the need to do that. So this goes back to like, hey, it's okay to change. You can do other things. You can be successful doing other things, being someone completely different than when you were that in that video that went viral, right? <laughs> you don't need to do the same thing over and over again just because that's what worked for you. Um, and I know this is kind of contradictive um, information because some people will say like, Hey, you got to be consistent enough to figure out what's working for you. Definitely for sure. But it is also okay to, ch to change, right? That it comes back to that infinite commitment. If you are infinitely committed to the, to the end outcome of where you want to go, it doesn't matter how often you change. Because if you, if you hold that commitment, if you hold that vision of where you're going, you can get there. And you can get there in many, many different ways. It doesn't matter how many times your path changes. Um, and I think that's important to hear as like a multi-passionate because we're so afraid to choose a path. We're so afraid to pick a niche. We're so afraid to, um, you know, pick pillars of our Instagram that we're, you know, whatever it is, we're, you know, we're afraid to commit in that way because we feel like we have to show up as that person forever and ever and ever. And I'm here to tell you that's just not the reality. Some people will make you believe that because that's what they have done. But that is not joyful. That is not fun. Okay, over time, that's going to get old. It's going to get boring. You're going to start feeling resentful towards your business. You're going to start feeling entrapped by your business or by your Instagram or by your Twitter. The best thing you could possibly do is just build by being truly authentically you and just letting that, like, if, and if that needs to shift and change over time, people will, people will vibe with that. People will shift and change with you too, right? If you go through my Instagram, holy crap, I have changed so many times. Um, but I did need to hear outside of myself that it is okay to do that right? I don't know why I just didn't, I needed to hear it. Maybe you need to hear it as well. You don't need to be the person that had that one viral video. You don't need to be the person, you know, that, um, had success in their business two, three years ago. Like you can be a new person and you can still have success, um, and who you are right now. Um, yeah. Okay. You guys, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm sure I had a lot more takeaways than that, but those are the two, three, I don't know how many I, I, I laid here, but those are my big takeaways for right now. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Um, definitely keep tuning in for future podcast episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a solid and leave a review. It really does mean so much, you guys, if you haven't done that yet. Um, I often hear people ask for reviews and kind of just like shrug my shoulder. And now I actually take the time to write them because I understand the significance of it. Um, it really does help spread the word of this podcast. I read them. I get insight from them. Um, it just, it's so helpful in getting this podcast out there. So if you are on Spotify or the, the Apple podcast app, please check it out, leave a review, let us know what you think. You also can snap a photo of this episode and post it on your Instagram, tag me at your moon mom or at from anxious to able, um, and let me know your biggest takeaways from this episode. It's so helpful as well to spread the word. And um, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash from anxious to able. And there's a dash in between each word from anxious to able. Um, there you'll be able to sponsor the podcast um, with different dollar amounts anywhere from a couple bucks to 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you fancy. And we really, really appreciate it. It helps keeps us going. So it helps us, keeps us going. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. Have the most magical day.